Field Notes brand. USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May in Chicago. It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcast live from Virgin Hotels. We're here with L.A. Van Gogh. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming up. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, shout out Audrey Sutherland, our producer who, who like lined this up, and I'm really glad she did. Uh, you're a first timer, but I've been seeing your name a lot, so I'm glad we yeah. have you up. Hey, that's awesome. Um, how is 2017 going for you? I feel like you're having a good year. It's going two ways. Okay. Um, good and bad. Like there are a lot of good things that have been going on um, with my music career, with everything around me. But the truth of the matter is, is um, since about December, I've been dealing with, you know, some anxiety and depression. Um, but I've been out. Of, I've been getting out of that. So it's been hit and miss. Right. So it's life. It is. It's a good you know, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we always start here kind of like getting some origin. Like, how did music start for you? When did that yeah. kind of enter your life? When did you know you wanted to start doing this? Man, that's a, that's a journey <laughs> question. We dive right in. Yeah, it started... Um, it started with literature mm-hmm. in school. So I've always been a big fan of words like spelling bees, love literature, Greek mythology. So that transformed into my love for poetry because we had done these contests at school. Around that time, Slim Thug and Lil Wayne were my favorite rappers, and I kind of wanted to be a rapper. So um, I started writing a lot and rapping back then. Then I got into production around 14, 15, mm-hmm. Fruity Loops. Yeah. You know how we start out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after that, everything else just kind of snowballed into each other. I started recording myself. I started learning about engineering, getting better at music, started singing more. So you just went for it. I did. I just I don't go out much, and the friends that I did hang out with also did music. Yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. Right. I'm that guy who on Saturday night is like. I'm looking up like, all right, what else can I do for the podcast? Like, what else? How else can I like yep. make this better? Because mm-hmm. I'm a huge nerd. Yep, same so. man, same. <laughs> I feel you on that. Uh, did I read somewhere in one of the pieces about you, or in, in maybe a bio or something, that one of the reasons you started rapping was because somebody told you that you couldn't do it? Exactly. Um, my freshman year of high school. My freshman year of high school. Um, I was in the back of, I think it was a social studies class. Sure. Um, and I had just written eight bars that I wanted to share for a couple of my friends. And then there was this girl back there, too. So spit it. I thought it was the hottest thing ever. I had this line about fractions and, like, police. And I'm just like, yo, this is hot. And she's like, you should probably never rap again. Oh, my God. And the instant she said that, I didn't say I shouldn't rap. I said, I'm going to be the best rapper she's ever heard Yeah. by the time I'm done. So There's something... It seems like there's, like, two kind of origin stories. It's either, like, you know what? My mom and my dad just told me, like, I really could do anything I wanted to, and I went for it. Or it's, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, my coach said I would never do this, so I was, yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah, nah. Yep. It, it goes either way. Right. So I think it was a mix of, uh, a mix of both. Excuse me. Um, but I think that's a huge motivator, though. It is, because that stayed in my head. Right. Probably... I was even say up until last year, maybe even two <laughs> years ago, like that would be something in my head every time I wrote a rap. Like, she told you you couldn't do this, man. And I just kind of got over that because I stopped trying to prove myself to people no, at some yeah. point. And you know? I, think, I think you're on. Like, was that when you started to kind of feel like, 
all right, this is happening. I recognize mm-hmm. that I've actually cemented that this is my identity. Yep. Yeah. I reached that point where I was comfortable. Like, I'm going to do music regardless of what anybody says about it. What have been some of the challenges that you've come across in your role as developing as an artist? One of the hardest things for me um, was probably procrastinating. That's real. That's very real. <laughs> Procrastination and, and not doing what I was telling myself I should be doing, um, what other people might have advised me to what I have, should have been doing. How and did you get past that? Just keep going. Life doesn't just, stop. Just you just keep it. going. I know that yeah. music is what I want to do, and nothing else makes me as happy. So even when someone knocks me down about it, I'm going to get back up for my own sake. Right. So, You're that person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that, man. Uh, the record, it came out earlier this year. It's called Friends First, and that's the new EP, right? Yeah, it came out into 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had 2017 beginning, so. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. Super close. All right. So Friends First, talk about that. Like, how long was this in the works? Talk about kind of like your mindset going into this. Because it's kind of short and sweet. Yeah, it was really simple, really short and sweet. Um, when I had started a program called The Artist Way, which is, you know, like a self-taught writer's program mm-hmm. written by Julia Cameron. It's a 12-week program where you kind of recover writer's block. So I had reached that point where I was like, I kind of, I realized that I want to be a better writer and I need something to motivate me. So I got into that. That's interesting. At the end of that, or probably two weeks into that, I told these guys at Private Stock, what it, whenever I'm done with this, I'm going to put out whatever I make, whatever I write within this period, I'm going to put it together, and we're going to put it out. During that period, I had worked with Femme. I worked with Shondo. Mm-hmm. I worked with Ishmael. I worked with Flex. And I just ended up putting it together, and that's what came out. That's really interesting. Talk about this program a little bit more. Like, 12 weeks to kind of get around writer's block. Like, what goes into that? Like, what are some of the tools they give you? So, the biggest thing that they give you is the morning pages. So, you get up every day. First thing in the morning, you write for three pages straight. Now, I'm not talking about me, notebook college ruled wide ruled um notebook paper it's this it's this long you know it's a really big book for three pages that you have to write um takes by hand by hand so and it's just free train of thought doesn't have to be your your best whatever it just teaches you just spill out just to get it going Mm -hmm. yeah and then at the end of each week there are weekly tasks you read it so you read a chapter Mm-hmm. Imagine week one is on Monday you read your chapter, right? Monday through Saturday you do your pages. Of course, Sunday you do your pages too. Sunday is your artist date. So you make time to be like, all right, L.A., you have to go out and just hang out with yourself. And then Interesting. it's just like every week it just keeps going every week. And every week builds on the last one. So you learn something on top of what you just learned. You know. So did that really unlock a lot of that for you, like a lot of that creativity? It unlocked... I wouldn't say it, it unlocked all of it because mm-hmm. I feel like I had, I'm just reaching a point where like the, the valve is opening, but that definitely contributed to it reaching the point where it is now. Yeah. It, it made me less carefree because I was writing three pages of literally whatever I thought of. I might be thinking of a grilled cheese sandwich and right, I'm just like, right, right. grilled cheese, where have you been all my life? You know, like... <laughs> so Sourdough it, bread. It, it made me not care. I right. was a really comparative, competitive artist before that and it made me not care about that. Well, there's something to be said for just, you're right, getting started mm-hmm. and that process of like, 
Yeah. It, the quote I always, uh, I teach at Columbia College, and I always tell my students that, like, Lauren Michaels from SNL yeah. will say that, like, they don't go on at 10.30 on Saturday night because they're ready. They just go on because it's 10.30 on Saturday night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so the record, it's out now. And talk about some of the collaborations you have. Like you said, you mentioned uh, Femdot, who we just had yeah. on this podcast. Just like an incredible Fem. talent. Yeah, super crazy. How did you line up some of these collaborations? Well, Femdot and I have known each other since maybe 2012, 2013. So I'm in it now. Yeah, so we've always done, we've always come across each other at DePaul Open Mics. Okay. Because I was really big on the spoken word scene, the poetry scene during my years in college. So I just go around to DePaul, go around to Columbia. UIC was where I went. So of course okay. I was there. Um, so that's how me and Femme got hooked up. So we've just been cool ever since then. What about some of the other collaborations, some of the other talents on the mic? Or, or behind the boards. And I know you did some of the production yourself, too. Yeah. So, No Saddam um, was my roommate last year and is also one of my close friends. He's a singer. Of course, we're going to do music together. We actually did that song one day. Just He came in the back room one day. I was like, you want to make something? I'm like, all right. It's like 2 in the morning. It seems like that's when all these best like activations and collaborations are happening. Yeah, it's especially like if you night. work. If you work a job, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I naturally just, like, I'm a lot more awake and alert at, like, 11, 12, 1 a.m., really? 2 a.m. Yeah, that's when I'm, like, most on. Where? Like, 9 a.m., I am, like, useless. I feel you. Yeah. Some, that, people, some people have that morning thing. I do not. It's getting past the first five minutes. I read a lot of Quora, and they tell you a lot about how to start your day, how to build good habits and stuff like that. I, I need that. And they say it's about... If you can just focus on the first two minutes of your routine, mm-hmm. like let's say you want to go to the gym, but right. of course people are like oh, the gym's too far. I don't feel like walking. I don't I'll feel like getting year. in the car. I go right. <laughs> They're like focus on the first two minutes of you putting your shoes on. After that, focus on getting water as you walk out the door. Just and by a that little time, micro. Yeah. Like you, you stop thinking about things as huge intervals, but in small steps, and that's how you build habits. That's what I'm learning. That's so interesting, man. Like. I, I, I kind of dig this whole, like, kind of philosophical, like, approach to creativity that you have. I'm a thinker. Yeah. I've always I can tell. It, yeah. I, and, like, I think, I think, like, I grew up reading. Right. I grew up before tablets, before the internet. Where? I'm old. And it's like, that's what we had was books. Yep. You know? So I'm that geeky kid who, like, was so in love with reading. Yeah. You know? And, and Yeah. So talk about this, uh, the new project or the collaboration that you have with Ambi Lyrics. It's called Safe and Sound. Mm-hmm. How does that differ from your own solo work and what was kind of the thought behind that? Uh, Safe and Sound we made after we made the song 9 to 5 Blues. Mm-hmm. So she sent me that beat. After I made that song, she was like, let's do a project together. Coincidentally, uh, around the same time, I moved in to where she lived and we became roommates no Saddam was our roommate too. Um, so our whole goal behind that was just let's make dope music. We were making just whatever we heard. I was exploring a lot of sounds, a lot of synths, um, a lot of the technicalities behind music at the time. So I just wanted to put that to use on that project. And I will say the difference between what Ambie and I do together and what I do on my own is probably... Honestly, just the fact that I'm doing it with Ambie. Just, you know, we just, just we make, yeah, yeah. We, we make music. You know, it's not always, we don't try to separate church and state all yeah. the time, you know. What are, 
what's the advantage of having a collaborator like that versus, you know, doing something solo? A second ear. Yeah. Because as an artist, you should be confident in what you do. And sometimes you get overmarried to something that has a personal value to you, but you let somebody else hear it and they're like, you need to tweak this, you need to add this, this shouldn't be there. So that second opinion is huge. The value of a good editor. Exactly. Absolutely, man. It's Absolutely. like having a second opinion at the doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is coming up for you in 2017? What's on deck for you now that we're kind of heading into spring and summer? So, more videos. Mm-hmm. But this year I'm dropping a full-length project. Okay. It's called Everything is Subjective. And we're going to put a lot of work into that. That's all I'll say about that. How far? Can you say how far along you are? Or do you have a... I'm pretty much done. Like oh, okay. it's, it's literally short. A couple of verses, the track list, the the concept, everything is pretty much laid out. Now it's at the point of just executing what we need to do. Yeah, you thinking this year though? This year, this year. Yeah, all right. This year, definitely. Interested. I'm, I'm eager to hear that. Yeah. Um. Right on, man. Uh. For anybody else who maybe wants to become a musician, wants to become a writer, like they look at what you're doing. But maybe they don't feel like they can do that. Like, what advice would you have for any creatives who maybe feel stuck in their own kind of journey? Like, they haven't been able to activate like they want to. Read The Alchemist. That's what I would say to any create anybody that wants to be anything and is conflicted about, is this right for me? Um, am I following the right path? Follow your own. As they say in the book, follow your own personal legend. You know, somebody might... Somebody's goal might be to be a, a doctor or be a certain kind of rapper. You know, be you. Don't be Lil Wayne. Don't be L.A. Van Gogh. Don't be J. Cole. Don't be Kendrick. Be you because that's just who you are. You don't walk into a conversation or a place, hopefully, trying to be somebody else. No, and it's nobody ever thinks like, boy, I sure want another Kendrick Lamar. I sure yeah. want another Nirvana. Like, the, the greatest artists and the greatest talents are always somebody who's doing something completely unique mm-hmm. that comes out of nowhere, and it, nobody's ever heard anything like that before. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, the record's out now. Is it on all streaming platforms, SoundCloud, they Apple are. Music? They're all on Tidal, Spotify. What else is it? Apple Music, SoundCloud. Yeah. Amazon. Those so, are all, go- those the are Google all Play. So, Google Play. So, Napster. yeah, they're all up there. Napster, <laughs> more than likely. We might be on Rhapsody. Yeah. Pandora. So you're out there. So people can find it. L.A. Van Gogh. Yes. L period, A period, space, Van Gogh. Easy. Nice, man. People screw Um, up the go, though. I understand. People are going to do that. Yeah. Um, Same invitation that I make to all of our guests, man. Like, the mic is on. As the new project comes together, like, when the new record's about to hit... Let's get you back on, and we'll talk about that Definitely. as well, man. And I'm glad I'm glad we got to start the conversation right now. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to come back, man. This Absolutely, man. We'll make it happen. Where? Um, Ellie Van Gogh doing really cool work in the city right now, and I think getting in front of a lot of really good people, man. So congratulations. Keep it up. Thank you. I appreciate your support, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.